Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Hyphenate, and welcome back to another episode of the Doubt Me Podcast. Today's special guest is an MC, hip-hop artist. This dude right here has a MySpace jacket as well, <laughs> taking it back. He's a good friend of mine. We play NBA 2K pretty frequently. I'm not going to say who wins more, but... <laughs> Uh, but we, lately, he's been giving me a little bit more competition than I'd like to admit. Uh, today's special guest is Infinel. What's poppin', son? What's good, man? How good you doing, good. bro? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I want people to see on the podcast you losing 2K. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's nah. do it. I'm we, ready. We, nah, we should, we should play some 2K after this, though. For sure, um, yeah. Yesterday was one of your music video shoots. So right now, yeah. today, at the time of this recording is January 4th. Yesterday, you had a music video shoot. Super, very aware, socially conscious of today's environment. You you did a phenomenal job. <laughs> <laughs> you did, oh, you did a phenomenal job be, being super thoughtful about your fellow humans. There was so much social distancing. There was there were uh, sanitize, uh, sanitization um, tables and booths, and you had uh, and you had temperature checkers. And you had this big music video shoot with a whole bunch of people, and everyone was super safe during this COVID pandemic. How did you pull that off? <laughs> <laughs> that was well put. That was well put. And full of shit. And full of shit, yeah. Because everything I just said did not, I mean, except for the music video shoot, did happen. <laughs> yeah. But there was nothing COVID safe about it at all. Hey, man. It was one giant orgy, essentially. And we, we got to do what we got to do sometimes, man. Get closer like, to the bike. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, we've been planning this video shoot for like well over a month, actually. Me and uh, the homie Mike Capri. Um, and we were originally going to do it. So it's a song with you two. Both yeah, of it was originally his song. And it's one of his best tracks that I've heard him do. And I was like, bro, I need to be on this, you know. And so then you invited yourself to I the did, party. I did. And he was cool enough to let me be on it. Sick. And I'm. Um, yeah. And then, so, so I've heard the song. He has one verse. You have one verse. When you yeah. heard it, was did he have two verses or did he just have one done? No, he had one verse. He had the hook, and the second verse was uh, one of his buddies from college because he recorded that originally uh -huh. in his dorm. Gotcha. Um, but I just really wanted to be on it, and I I don't think the guy on the second verse was an actual rapper. He just did a verse just for fun. Because, what the hell? You know, college people in dorms doing college shit. Okay. Um. So I don't think that verse was going to be released, um, at least to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. So he was just cool enough to. So you didn't take that dude's spot, like you didn't you didn't you didn't kick him out. I didn't kick him out. No, oh, I okay. think if I wasn't on it, Mike was just probably going to add another verse. Gotcha. You know? So yeah, but like I said, we were planning that video so, so for you, a while. So you guys have this song. It's a club banger track. Yeah, it's like a like a party turn up track. Yeah, uh, the beat is fire. The beat is dope. And. Uh, so you guys are both on the track. It's so it's your song. Is uh, collab or is it him featuring Infinel? It's uh, it's both of us. Um, yeah. it's not a, it's a full collab. It's a full collab. Yeah, just so on Spotify and it's in a, it's gonna have it's gonna be released under both of you guys. Main artist for both that way. You know, I benefit from him. He benefits from me. And sick. We know we grow together. Yeah. That's what I try to do with most of my collabs now. Like mm -hmm. I pick collabs specifically, um, strategically as well with the artists that I work with just so we can work together and mm -hmm. unless like I'm paying like a big artist to just get a feature from him then that's different like know? Eminem yeah don't don't remind we me should, we gotta talk about that we'll talk about it we'll, we, we gotta talk about it not to like just make fun of you on that yeah um but because it's something that 
has happened to a lot of people, and yeah. I think it's a learning experience. Uh, learning sure. experience from it, learning yeah. a, a a life lesson for people pursuing. I've been fucking fucked around, uh, fucked over a lot of times with yeah. the music, music industry. So we'll touch more on that in a bit. But I do want to get to that. Yeah. Um. So then you, we did a music video shoot last night. You invited me and a bunch of other people. It was it was a big turnout. It was. It was. Let me let me tell them at first. Um, like I said, we were planning to do it like a couple weeks ago, but these lockdowns happened. And so we rescheduled and then there was the holidays and we felt like people were out of town and mm-hmm. people weren't going to come and people still canceled, you know, due to like COVID and stuff, which I completely understand. For I'm sure. not, you know, can't get mad at people for trying to be yeah. safe. You know what I mean? So, um, but it came to a point where I was like, we just got to like, just, just do it, do it and just see what happens. And even if people didn't come, we were ready to just be just me and Mike. Yeah. You know, we had all the cars, we had all the lighting, we had a cool little like uh set that we came up with you know so we were ready for like no people even yeah you know and it was outdoors it was nighttime yeah um and uh and like i was like just busting your balls in the beginning because yeah. and the reason really why i even started off like making those jokes is because you sent me a screenshot of some person that right not that you invited to go to the shoot mm-hmm. decided not to go to the shoot uh, because of COVID related, uh, you know, trying to be safe. Yeah. Again, totally understandable. No issue with that whatsoever. Like, I'm a little bit more free with how I live my life during this COVID time. Other people are a lot more, um, are, are less free. Let's just keep yeah. it that way. And uh, and that's all good. Like, I don't push. I don't push my beliefs on other people. Yeah. Um. Same. But and and like you know. And I get where people are coming from if they kind of like want to push their beliefs on me because they're like, well, you're not, you know, this and that. I'm like, yeah. well, okay, well, you know, you live your life. I'm going to live mine. Yeah. I'm pretty safe with people that I'm around. Like, um, But uh, anyways, this guy decides not to go. And then he posts something on, on, on the story uh, with a, like photos of your video shoot. Yeah. Saying like very like direct, like, you know. This is why, you know, things are spreading and blah, 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 blah. Kind of right? taking shots. Taking shots yeah. and really, like, talking shit about, like, the lack of social distancing. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't want to push my beliefs on people. You do whatever you feel you need to do to be safe for yourself. Um. But, like, in all reality, man, we were outdoors. It was There were less than 30 people. Yeah. And <laughs> that sounds bad to, like, no. people that take, like, social distancing, like, well, yeah, but, but what I, what yeah, I was yeah. about to say, though, is, like, you go to a grocery store, how many people do you have? Yeah, there's, like, five And you have, yeah. like, air conditioning systems or, like, ventilation systems where it's recycling the air in there. Yeah. Like, to me, it just doesn't make any sense that, like, it okay, doesn't. you can go to a grocery store um, or you can go to the bank or you can go to these other places where you're in more confined spaces and but you can't be outdoors with yeah. like less people than it would be in a supermarket. Yeah, bro, and like malls, like the I mall. Was at, yeah, the I was at the mall two days ago, you know, shopping for whatever the video and stuff. Bro, people are in lines to get in stores, and I know the stores are trying to be safe and not have too many people. But and the lines, the same, but the lines are the pe- same as if they were in the in the store because everybody's so close to each other, bro. They're not even like six feet apart because there's Every- not enough space. Yeah, I went I went to the mall during Christmas time. I waited in line. No bullshit. 30 fucking minutes to get in this little ass fucking sports store to buy a cup. My little brother wanted to buy a cup for um, my stepdad and for, for, as, as a gift, right? Um, and they that store was only allowing five people in the store. Yeah. This is in the mall, right? So you have a shitload of people walking back and forth in the mall. But this one specific store, only five people can be in there. So they form a line through like 
I don't know if you if, like in the malls, they normally have it closed, but they have like these hallway corridor areas where like that's where like the 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 shipments come and bring all the stuff into the different stores, right? They lined us up through these like alley hallway type things. A whole shitload of us. There were like twenty five people there in that line close to each other. Yeah. Motherfucker, we would have been out of the store in less time than that line took to get in. Yeah. With being the same amount of close. And, and then, okay, well, that store is trying to be safe. They're trying to, like, not get people sick. But if anybody is going to get sick, we would have just all got each other sick at that moment when we're all yeah. in line, like, so yeah, close. I don't just, understand. Bro, but it's it, funny you say that because, like, I think it was, like, a week or two weeks ago, me and Mike, we went to the mall together, and the entrance of, of the mall had a line. Right. And I was meeting up with him. I called him. I was like, bro, there's a, there's a line. And I don't know if anyone's been... To the Glendale Galleria, there's the entrance uh, of the mall. Out here in the Los Angeles SoCal area. Yeah, there's um, there's the Glendale Mall, and it's attached to a Target. So there's an entrance from the Target to the mall. Right. So, so I just told Mike, I'm just going to go in through Target and walk into the mall. And I did that. And Smart there was as fuck. No line, no nothing. And I came out after we did our shopping, and the line was still there. I was like, bro, like, I don't, like, it makes no sense. Like, yeah, either, like, like, either close everything down or just. Don't. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not. And then like, okay, but you're, and then the, the city of LA is closing down restaurants, even though yeah. they they created outdoor scenarios where they have like space out. Yeah, like it doesn't. I don't know. Anyways, so like that dude. So you sent me that screenshot, and like obviously you and me are a little bit more free about these COVID restrictions. Um, again, if you completely disagree with me, I totally respect you and no no issues there. Yeah. But, um. That's why, like, that's why I just made the joke, cause like, yeah, th- we were definitely not super COVID safe, but at the same time, man, it's yeah. like we gotta live our life too, man. Like, and know, I feel like people came at their own risk. You yeah, know? for sure. And like, this is like one thing that I do think, and again, if you disagree with me, fine. Is like, if you know you are more susceptible, or you are around people that are more susceptible to getting severely sick from COVID, then you guys stay confined. Yeah. You stay more safe. Those of us who have already had COVID or have feel that our immune system is healthy enough to be able to fight it or we want to take that risk, why can't we do it? Why can people go bungee jumping and risk their lives like that, but I can't go risk my life like to go hang out with a friend? Yeah, I don't understand. So for me, I just see it like I'm going to do it if I want to do it. And if I get sick, it's my fault. And I've already got sick. And I got sick when being super safe, by the way. Yeah. People are going to get sick if they're going to get sick. And I don't And there's also the people that are saying, well, we're in the mall and stuff, but we're wearing masks. And then that conversation happens. We're like, okay, but what are masks really for? And then, you know, that's like a whole different topic. You do what you want to do to stay safe. Others who want to do differently, let us do us. That's what I think. But anyways, yeah, it was a fun ass shoot. I had a a good time. You had um, had like a bunch of cars. You had um females a very original music video that has never been done before yeah nothing i've never seen anything like this <laughs> where you have uh a bunch of people yeah. you have an entourage you have girls it was but, a it's a game changer <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my breakthrough song hopefully honestly but even besides all that um even besides all that man like even though it is like a generic idea, it's still kind it's still of fun, man. It's still like, fun and it's cool for me and it brings out the vibe of the song and like just to see how many people turn up or just came out. Yeah. For me and Mike, it was just 
dope, you know. Like, oh, I, I didn't finish though, but you also had like roller skaters, which was really cool. We had, you, yeah, you we had, had like, a couple of roller skaters. We had you. Oh, yeah, um, I, I came with the skateboarding. With the skateboarding, yeah. So I did some skate tricks in there. Yeah. And then and I, 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 uh, I, I all lead over Franco. He was all terrified. Yeah. He was all scared. Um. Yeah, man. It was. You just, had people doing donuts. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't think we were gonna do because we were asking people. You know, a lot of people. They don't want to risk their cars and the tires and burnouts. Right. And then I think that was Mike's cousin. And he's like, bro, I'm down to do it. I was like, are you sure? You're there were two tires. guys that did donuts. Yeah. And originally nobody was supposed to do donuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Both of them were Mike's cousins? No, the other one was Vlad. He's a director. Okay, um, okay. Uh, yeah. So instead of the donuts, we had uh, a drag race scene planned. And I told... Um, oh, shit. That's fucking scary. Yeah. That's but, worse than COVID. <laughs> but we were just going to do like just a takeoff. Like pretend. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Well, like maybe a little takeoff, but we weren't going to do the whole, like, drag race, you know? You were going to do the whole drag race? Or, no, oh, we weren't. Oh, yeah. We you were going to stage it where you you give the impression that, like, this is a drag race happening. Yeah, we I had a um, couple um, girls canceled, and then, I, I the, you know, the flag girl for the yeah. Ready, Set, Go. Uh, Mike came up with an idea to, like, bring, like, panties, like, one of the girls to use, like, two panties instead of the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but why would she be wearing two panties? Not wear. She was just holding them. No, no, but... Well, because they but, originally have two flags. In no, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, whenever they've done, like, you know, whenever there's a girl taking, like, that throws her bra or her panties, like, it's supposed to be, like, it's hers. Mm. So I'm saying, like, if a girl came in with two panties, like, what the fuck? Why you got two panties? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, She's trying to like, stay yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah, you stay double stacking? Like, safe. what the hell? Like, you worried about COVID getting in there? What the yeah. hell? Well, like, you know, what's the double layer for? <laughs> that was just an idea that was, like, being thrown around. But but we scratched that towards the end because I'm we glad. got the donuts. I'm, I'm glad because, like, that would have been half the comments. I'd be like, why, why does this chick wear two panties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shoe was successful. We were nervous in the beginning because... There was a cop at the location that we got. It was to. super guerrilla style, so they there no permits. It was like just pull Never, up to yeah, a spot yeah. and and run it, like yeah. most of us independent artists do. Yeah, of course. And so you said there when you got there, there was a cop in the spot you wanted to shoot. Yeah, Mike got there before I did. So the shoot was originally going to be at six o'clock, but we told people at five just right. because you know people lag, people lag, and you stuff. You have like to that. always account for that, right? So Mike got there at like four forty, and then he called me right away, like, "Bro, there's a cop." I was like, "Shit." You know, and then so I got there and we're trying to figure it out. We're parked like on the corner street and then like a block away. Yeah. And then it's like four fifty five and then one car comes and then five o'clock another. And then within like 15 minutes, like 10 cars were there already. And I was there like a traffic director just telling everybody, bro, turn. Yeah. Turn, yeah. Go park on turn. this other street. Yeah. When I pull up. Uh, there is there is a super sketchy ass bum dude that was like walking through, through, through the middle of the street. No, 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 no Was no, he no. wearing a MySpace jacket? No, 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 no. It was an actual sketchy ass oh, okay. like bummy dude that like looked mad suspect. And because it was a, it's like this industrial area, yeah. super dark, like near the overpass of a freeway, or like I, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like where like the freeways and the riverbed meet. Yeah. Um, like so, it's a super low key spot. Looks pretty grimy already. This super like sketchy dude walks through the middle of the fucking street that I'm driving down, and then I pass him, and then I see this other sketchy ass motherfucker. I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck, man?" And that's you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one was you. You're walking down the middle of the street with this fucking with chains and the necklace on, and you look like you're like either waiting for a drug deal to happen, or you look like some super sketchy ass like 
human trafficker that's like waiting for a pickup or some shit because oh, it's so dark and like what the fuck is this flashy ass dude over here yeah but and, i was and, already dressed up and i didn't know it was gonna be right it was, things were gonna turn out that right, way right. so i just had so to so like i get closer and i'm like oh shit that's infinite i was like what the hell yeah i was about to bounce um and then yeah so then you you redirected us to another street and we just chilled until then you end up just going to ask the cop like yeah, yo man like, like we're gonna do a shoot here is that cool and the cop was like all right i'm leaving in 30 minutes yeah so that was pretty cool i told him I was, we're gonna do you just told him we're doing a shoot i told him we're gonna have like three or four cars um we're gonna do a little photo shoot well, i, I mean, didn't don't incriminate him. yourself and say that you just lied to a cop bro i said what i said <laughs> and obviously the cop didn't give a fuck because he was just like I'm going to be out in 30 minutes, you know, basically like... Go ahead. Go ahead. When I, I, when I leave. When I leave, I don't know about it. Do your thing, obviously, yeah. you know. But as soon as he left, that was our green light and we packed that place out and, you know, things turned out yeah. the way we wanted to and it was dope. So I'm excited for the video. Yeah, man. When are you planning to drop this track and video? As soon as it's ready. So in a couple of weeks, maybe late January, mid to late January is like the preferred okay, sick. timeline. So Hell yeah. we should see. Kicking off 2021 with a with a new banger. Yeah, that's one thing I'm trying to do is just stay more consistent this year. I think I did a good job yes yesterday. Yeah. Last last year, it was one of my most consistent years as an artist. I think so too. For for a few years, I had been telling you repeatedly, yeah. like, bro, you got to drop more content, yeah. more content. Like, and I was like, just always in your ear about more content, bro, more content. Yeah. Last year, I've never seen you drop more content than you have. Like, yeah, a bunch of videos, yeah. uh, an actual project, and just like. You know, one thing I, we didn't, as artists, we didn't get to do is perform shows. Yeah, you know, which yeah, I had sucked. a few shows that were canceled, which were whack, man. Yeah. I haven't been on stage in a while, Um, but I've kind of, I, I like, I, I do miss performing. Like, performing is so much fun. Like, there's an energy level to being on stage with a crowd that, like, yeah. is just, like, that shit's orgasmic. It is. It is. And I guess now... We're trying to fill that void, at least me, with like releasing content that you know get response from the cr uh, crowd. Well, I've always been a big proponent of releasing content myself. Yeah, personally, but now that so. I'm in more of the zone of like yeah. just releasing content, I just want to keep that like yeah, flow yeah. going. And you have to, you have to be consistent. Like that's the biggest thing with like independent artists is like you you have to grind like and drop content because right now people's attention span is so short that they need more content. Otherwise, they're gonna forget about you. Right. So. Uh, that's that's real dope. Let's talk. Let's circle back to the Eminem. the Eminem thing. Oh, yeah. like I made that joke, uh, but it's actually coming from something that actually happened to you. Yeah, which is still, to be honest, pretty fucking hilarious to me. It is now that I think about it, it's hilarious. It was you know a mistake I made as an artist. I learned from it. You yeah. know, I grew from it. You know. Yeah, but so in your earlier years, I probably would have done the same thing before I tell the story. I would have probably done the same thing. You know, going back just because wait what if if i well, was let's explain and then tell me what you mean because if i was put in that position again i would do the same thing currently with the knowledge you have now no no but like if i was to go back i probably wouldn't change it because it was just a risk that i just felt like i had to take at the time oh you're saying like you wouldn't change it so that way like that way you now know yeah, yeah, yeah. don't do okay so let's explain what happened all right so there's this artist i don't think we should say his name we should say his name Bizarre. Bizarre. Okay, so Eminem had a group called D12 uh, when Eminem was super popping. D12 was super fucking popping. One of my favorite hip-hop groups of all fucking time. Yeah. D12 World and Devil's Night. Those are their two albums yeah. that they released Classics. together. Classics. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Some of the best 
group hip hop albums of all time. Those two, yeah. especially like it's just so fucking good. All right, so it's the group consisted of six people: Eminem, five other guys. Yeah. Um. I mean, we can name them, but yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. there's five other guys. Proof, who passed away, was one of them. Uh, Bizarre was one of them. Yeah. Now, Bizarre, he so, so D12 over time ended up kind of like going their own separate way. Mostly Eminem kind of went his own way, and D12 kind of like yeah. just didn't. And make that happened after like Proof's after Proof's death. That's yeah. When like the group wasn't the group anymore, and they still tried to like. You know, do some do stuff, some yeah, stuff, but it, it wasn't saying because Eminem yeah. wasn't really involved anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Bizarre is one of the, the the members, right? Who's been recognized? He's dropped solo projects, and and uh, you know he has some dope ass like um, verses on those D12 albums. I I don't remember how many years ago this was, but this was quite a few years back. That yeah, that D2 uh, that Bizarre on Twitter was posting up like. Yo, I'll charge you this much for a feature. Facebook. I was on Facebook. I was on Facebook. Okay. But he also did it on Twitter. Okay. Because um, I follow him on Twitter back in the day. Yeah, but back in the day, it's actually not that long ago. Like maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. And then pro- and obviously probably before that too. Yeah. But so he had started kind of, he had been on his solo tip, not really with the group thing anymore. And he was using social media to, you know, it's a good hustle. Make some money off. You're very well known in the music yeah. industry and you're charging for verses. So essentially people could just, anybody could pay him and he'll uh, do a verse for you for X amount of money or yeah. a hook or whatever you need it, right? So then he does his post about, yo, I have this unreleased track with Eminem. Do you want to be on this track with me and Eminem? I'm charging X amount of money. Right. Which if you have been... Anywhere near the industry for a little bit, like, it's a no fucking way Eminem's not just giving out a fucking verse to any random ass person who's wanting to pay, yeah. was it, like a thousand? It was fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred bucks. But the thing was, and I and I knew that going in. But, um, but, but, but just to be fair, though, you were younger, you had not been on... I was on... on you, 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 were, you were super indie on, like, learning the process. Nobody was yeah. there to teach you, like, yeah. yo, this is how this industry works, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, like, and then Bizarre being a huge name, you think, oh, he's a legit artist. He's not going to post up on fucking social media some fake-ass shit. Yeah, right? so the two so, things that got to me is um, I knew Eminem wasn't just going to give a brand new verse. I felt like maybe he just had an old verse. Like that, an old recording that never got used? That never got used, and he was just trying to use that to make some money and release it, and you know, it would have been good for him too, you know, just release an unreleased Eminem song. Um, and then two... It was posted on D12's official Facebook page. So that's when I was like... Oh, shit. He posted it through his... I thought it was Bizarre's page. Bizarre posted it. And, and then he... he it, and I saw it on D12's actual Facebook page. Which makes it seem... that That's even more like, oh, yeah, this is legit. Yeah. To, to someone who's not less experienced. Right. Because even then, like, being Eminem at the level that he's at is no fucking way. But yeah. to, to an up-and-coming young artist, like... Oh shit! This yeah. is official. Yeah, and and I kind of like fell into the trap. Um, and to me, I was like, fifteen hundred is worth the risk. You know, I'm not losing like ten grand. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like fifteen hundred, even though at the time That's it was a fucking lot of money. It's still a lot of money as an independent artist. Like a yeah. hundred bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Before an Eminem feature for fifteen hundred, right. I was like, I'm willing to take the loss. You know, I just wanted yeah. to like not and this feel be- like. I think this was before I met you, huh? Or before we before we became um, friends. 
I we knew each other, but I don't. Yeah, think I don't we think. Were just, I, yeah, we were f- like friends, friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, because otherwise I would have told you, bro, you're a fucking don't fucking do that shit. Yeah, fool. <laughs> but, yeah. So like, I, yeah, I didn't know you well enough to like. Um, but but again, seems convincing. You fucking official pages, right? Yeah. You end up paying. So even even the whole payment process, I'm telling you, bro, the so whole everything sketch. Everything was sketch. So he he wanted the money through MoneyGram, and I told him, and through MoneyGram. Where you send the money, you can't get it back. There's no, yeah, there's no insurance. There's no refund. There's Your money is not safe. So I told him I yep. can't do that. And he's like, there's no other form of payment. And then even at that point, um, I just told that myself. should have been a red flag alone there. It was definitely a red flag. But even then, I just was like, fuck it. Let me just go try. So I went to the MoneyGram place and it wasn't going through. So I don't know what was happening, but they weren't accepting my money. So I went back and I called him um, and I told him if there's no PayPal, I'm not sending my money and MoneyGram is not taking my money and I feel safe with PayPal because with PayPal, you can um, dispute it, dispute it. So if the person doesn't deliver on their goods or service. Right. So and then he, he's like, let me call you back. And he called me back. He's like, OK, send the money through my uh, engineers or my producers PayPal. So I was like, perfect. So I sent the money. And then, but prior, before me sending the money, he was like responding to my texts, my emails. Everything. Of course, of course. Yeah. Motherfucker wants wants that money. So he's like, oh yeah, yeah. What's up? Oh yeah, no, I got you. Oh no, like this. Yeah. So Super I, sent attentive. Him, I sent the money and then he just disappeared. You Ghosted know? Ghosted you. He wasn't responding. Once and, he had the money in his fucking account, donezo, he was gone. Yeah. So I was hitting him up and then he would respond like once in a while saying, oh, I'm busy with tour. I'll send it, this, that. And then... It, it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to dispute this and get my money back. So I uh, went through the process on PayPal and um, there's a form you fill out. And in 30 days, if the person doesn't respond, then my money com- returns to me. So when I did that, and again, this is where he was smart again. He, um, he, he responded to me right away after I disputed. He's like, oh, my bad for the delay, blah, blah, blah. Um, cancel, the re- cancel the dispute. And I'll give you two free verses. I was like, okay. So I sent him two beats and he sent me two verses. One of them I used. Um, one of them I still have somewhere I never used. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, maybe he'll keep his word this time. And then again, he just started ghosting me and not responding. And then that's when I got pissed. And I tried to dispute my uh, transaction again. Wait, wait. So he sent you the two verses. You said, fine, deal? Yeah. And so what were you trying to get money back for now if you if you got the two the, verses? The, the two verses were just him doing me a favor. A favor. Oh, it was I, it wasn't it wasn't what I paid him for. Okay, it was a It was just for like the delay. Like okay, here's okay, two free okay. verses so that you can I, use I'm on I'm still going to send you that track with Eminem. Yeah. But to to make up for this situation, here are two verses. Right. And then um so he started So he was just trying to buy him more time. Yeah. But then um I didn't know well, with PayPal, if you dispute your transaction once, you can't do it again. Because to me, I was like, okay, you know, if he doesn't send me my shit, I'll just cancel it again. But I guess you can't do it a second mm-hmm. time. And that's where, that's where I lost my money. And then he just disappeared. He blocked me. Well, before he blocked me, I, I was just spamming him like, yo, what the fuck was my money, motherfucker? No, no, no. I was just frustrated. So I was like, the next thing I want to do as an artist is... You know, put him on blast. Put him on blast. 100%. So I, I went, I recorded a diss track. I shot a whole music video to it and I released it. And that's when like people 
that I was trying to raise awareness for the situation that yeah, I went through. Yeah, he's fucking people over. Yeah, and then so people were there's like, "There's no way it's just you." Yeah, and so, um, people that follow me that listen to my song were like commenting on his Instagram page, and he was blocking every single one of them, and then he blocked me too. So I'm, even till this day, I'm blocked from his Instagram. Um, but then in the comments, um, a lot of people were saying that they went through the same thing. You know, like they got scammed. Yeah, the same way people. either. Yeah, you know. So he was making fifteen hundred off each artist. A bunch of imagine, people. Imagine how long this guy's been doing that. You know, just coming up from artists, and it was just unfortunate. But after I got my rage out, like I think, yeah, and was, and I, but when you dropped the diss track, I said that you and me got a little bit more acquainted, and that's when you started telling me all the shit that happened. Yeah, it's fucked up. And then anything else on that, or that was it. That was it. It just came to a point where I was just like, bro, I'm just over it. You know, yeah, it's grimy as fuck, man. I made my point. I know he heard the song. I know a lot of people were more aware. That's why I don't think he does that anymore. I'm sure he found other ways yeah. to make his money or whatever. Well, so a few and, years later. And then I took out the song from YouTube. You just took it down? Yeah, everything is taken down. So a few years later, I'm working on a song that when I, I'm, uh, me and my cousin Judo Keys made the beat. Um, and it had like a really dope, fun vibe. Uh, and I wrote a song to it called Send the Nudes. So it, it was like a very fun, yeah, funny, yeah. enjoyable like song. It, and like when I when the we made the beat, it gave me like a early D12 vibe yeah. of like super fun, like kind of like a little outrageous shit. So then I wrote the song Send the Nudes, which is like a very ridiculous song, but it's fun. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, it's not slimy shit. It's not like some fucking pervert ass dude yeah but it's it's like a funny fun song so yeah. funny fun song. yeah 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 it was funny and fun yeah two different things yeah <laughs> um, um and uh when i wrote when i wrote the hook i was like man bizarre would be the perfect person on the hook though i i already knew he did you dirty and a bunch of other people dirty but i was like damn this has a d12 vibe i want someone who has a voice like him and i was trying to find someone i even recorded the the hook myself trying to make it with my voice a little different and it just i wasn't feeling it i was like fuck and i hit you up i was like man because bizarre um i just i i wasn't following him anymore but i went to his twitter to see like and he was constantly posting about this much amount this amount of money for a verse this amount of money right like just getting his hustle on trying to fucking maybe not scam people but probably um get money from people for for verses and so i was like man I feel like, and I, and I remember I was like, I have an idea. I don't remember the amount, but I was like, maybe he'll, I think I, it was 300 bucks. I was like, I even asked you, I was like, man, should I hit him up for three bills? And it's only four bars. I think you four. told me, I think you told me it was 500 and I told him, just tell him 300 and he'll do it. Well, you know, he, so whatever he was charging for a verse, that's where I said, like, I'm going to come in lower yeah. because he doesn't have to write it. Yeah. I, I'll send him the lyrics and it's only four fucking bars. Yeah. So I told him three bills and he was kind of like back and forth. I was like, look, man, it's only and I even told him because he was kind of like trying to like not do it for three bills. But I was like, it's only four bars, bro. Like, it'll take you like 10 minutes to do it. Yeah. He's like, all right, let's do it. And I did it through PayPal because I know fucking paypal so i know like if anything yeah. you know do it through paypal i send him an email and it's uh, and I, whenever i send him anything i be knowing especially that he was a grimy person i wrote everything in the email extremely detailed i'm sending you the payment here's the payment confirmation blah 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 blah, blah for this deal yeah 
for that so that way if he's like try to say like oh no 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 boom like no it's on the email bro and you accepted the payment so it's all done deal so like pretty much essentially doing like online contracts yeah without an actual contract form so just making sure legally i'm covered outlined you're doing four bars these are the lyrics to this beat blah 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 that shit was such a headache a headache because he's tried fucking me over he lagged like a motherfucker i was getting close to my album release where that song was gonna be on and i really wanted the song because it was a fun ass song and his voice was perfect for it yeah. like, come on man come on so i hit him up several times trying to be cool still knowing his sketchy ways but again i'm like okay it's not hard just do it he's like yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna get to it i'm gonna get to it i had to be like yo bro you haven't done it um i'm gonna have to dispute paypal because I need it by this this day. I to, when I even sent the email about like let's do this, I said I need it by this day. I gave him like a two week, three week period, like more than enough time to record four fucking bars. And it's so simple. Literally, it was like, "Don't be shy now. Send the nudes, and please do send me more than two. two. Yeah, I would like a few to view. So please do send me more than two. Yeah, simple as fuck. That's all you had to fucking do. And I and I uh, told him all that. And I even wrote in the email, I need two recordings identical. So that way I have, I can, I can pan one left, one right, and make it more full for the hook. Yeah. Very simple. Two times you can fucking knock that out like that. Gave me a fucking runaround. Then I told him I'm going to dispute it. Then he's like, all right, I'm going to send it to you by this day. Yeah. The day comes, nothing. Hey, bro, I'm about to dispute. Boom. Sends it to me like the next. He's like, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. This tomorrow. Sends it to me. Fucking wrong lyrics. I wrote it for you. Yeah, you you spoon fed it to him, and he still didn't want to like. All like, he had to I'm do like, was bro, just swallow. Yeah, <laughs> I I even grabbed his fucking chin and chewed it for him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bitch, swallow that shit. Um, made it as easy as anybody could ever make it for someone. Didn't read the lyrics right, so he said some other words that like filler words that were the same thing, but the way he did it was repetitive, and I was not happy about that. I was like, no, like I want it the right way. And then I think you even said, man, just like, just work with that. And I'm like, nope, fuck yeah. no. Yeah. And so I hit him up. I was like, yo, bro. And then he's like, yo, like we had a back and forth because he tried ghosting me too. I was like, yo, man, I'm disputing it because of the email. And then I use that. In the email, I specifically sent you the lyrics and I said I needed those exact lyrics. And then he ends up calling me and he's like, bro, you're tripping off like two words that I said different. I was like, look, man, those two words conflict with the other words, blah, blah. I was like, now it's too repetitive and it makes it sound like a less articulate writing. Even yeah. though it's a fun track, like I want what the fuck I want and what yeah. I paid for. So um, we went up back and forth. Again, left me hanging like three times towards the deadline. Again, a new deadline. And I had to get like, I'm going to dispute. Or I'm going to send it. Didn't send. I'm going to dispute. Yeah. Right, I'm going to send it. I was like, all right, bro. I'm disputing right now. And, and uh, finally, he sent it to me like later that day. And he sent it to me. Still fucked up one of the lyrics. Yeah. Like, like one word or two words. And the sound quality was horrible. It was shit. Like it sounded like someone recorded on their, nah, maybe not a phone, but like a cheap little handheld mic. At a far distance in a room that wasn't like those, acoustically treated. Cable microphones. It sounded very thin, very tinny. They didn't yeah. have any bass or, or feel. The, the, the You could hear the sick, disgusting echo of the room, the reverb. It, it sounded like shit. And he only sent me one. No, he sent me like three takes. Two of them were ass. And one of them was, was decent. Still with the wrong lyrics. So I had to fucking Frankenstein... 
four fucking bars from three different takes to take a word from here, a word from here, yeah. to fit the words that I fucking wrote for him. And then it took me hours of audio engineering to make it sound decent because yeah. it sounded so shitty. Um, and then I made it work. Yeah. And then this motherfucker, I end up sending out my album to be distributed, you know, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff, right? Was it, it DistroKid? Yeah. I use DistroKid as my distribution service. Uh, very affordable. They have, they're pretty decent, but they did give me a headache too. They're like, yo, you need a per you need permission from this big artist. He's a big established artist. I forget what the term was, but something yeah. like bigger artists, you need to have something that's that gives you authorization. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? I like, think they have to send like a picture of their ID or something. Some like that. bullshit. Yeah. That's like, why would you not have that ahead of time when this when when sending the the, the album? You know, like yeah. like hey, like there should be a disclaimer when you're submitting an album or a single. If you have a artist that yeah. has a certain amount, whatever, whatever, this is what you need to do. Nothing like that had ever been said to me. So then my album's about to drop in like a week. Now there's a delay to fucking it coming out because I need to get permission from Bazaar, who's been the most difficult person I've ever had to work with um, for something so simple. I've, yeah. uh, I've had other difficult people, but like at yeah. the simple level of what we had to do, I end up telling him like, I hit him up and... Uh, He's like, oh, I can do that for another 150 or something like that. He charged me like another yeah. 150 bucks to send a picture of whatever or just send a text. I think, or some shit. I forgot what he needed to do. Yeah. He said, you know, I oh, remember. no, no, Distro can need it, an email from him. I'm like, bro, I, like, like the stupidity of Distro Kid's perspective on that makes no sense because I could just go make a fake ass email with Bazaar's name on it and then yeah. send it. Like, how, when are they going to verify? Yeah. I mean, like, it's, but I, I was like, no, it's just so simple. And then the stupidity of Bazaar trying to charge you for it. And then he tried to charge me. And so then, I was like, bro, I paid you for that. He's like, yeah, you paid me for the verse. You didn't pay me for to do this other part or for the hook. And you didn't pay me for this. I'm like, what the hell? So yeah. he tried like, he tried fucking fucking me over again. Now I was like, now I can't fucking drop this album because you're not going to send. It's going to take you two minutes at the max to send this fucking little quick email. Yeah. So then I'm bugging the fuck out of distro kid because I'm like, how fucking dare you guys try to fuck me over too now? And I literally sent screenshots of all the conversations I have with Bazaar. I even sent his phone number on there and everything. Like, look, yeah. everything is there. I was like, here are emails. Here are text messages. What more proof do you need that I got permission from this motherfucker for, for the thing that I paid him for that I have receipts for? Yeah. Like, I have PayPal receipts I also sent. It was like a big fucking hassle to get four bars out of Bazaar. Again, I already knew he was a shady dude on this business shit, but I just wanted those four fucking bars. Yeah. And at the end, I I bugged the fuck out of DistroKid. I posted on their on their walls, on their uh, on their news feeds, like all their their social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I kept screenshotting and I and I sent them DMs to finally where they're like, "Okay, we're going to we see all the stuff you've sent. We'll allow allow it this time." Yeah. In my head I'm like, "This time, anytime. Look yeah. how fucking simple it is. It's on email. Like that should that yeah. should be all that, I that need." That should be like a lesson for all up and coming artists 100%. just to have to always have receipts, just anything. It doesn't anything. have to be. It doesn't have to be a contract. I mean, those are better. Yeah. But if you have but an it, email, so, a picture, detail, everything in writing, whatever the yeah. plan is, be completely detailed. Even if you have to be repetitive in that email, where there's like no ifs, ands, or buts, you can take this. You can print this out in court if you needed to, and be like, "Look, it's here, clear from both parties." Yeah. Bang. Have a text message, anything. Oh, and I didn't even. 
I'm I think I told you, but um the song actually did come out at some point with the Eminem feature. Um because I guess a lot of people were like bugging him for it. Um, so he ended up releasing So he released this song on SoundCloud um and it's and bizarre. What, what, it's me and like nine other like up and coming rappers, like anybody just recorded something on their shitty microphone and sent it. They used it. And then there is an Eminem verse, but it's chopped and screwed. And it's an old Eminem verse from an old bizarre feature. And I recognize that feature, you know, because I'm a big fan of them. So I know where that song is from. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. That that was a whole mess. And I and love D12. They're still my one of my favorite groups of all time. Like bizarre, for sure. Bizarre, no D12 without a bizarre verse in it. You know what I mean? The song, like it's like his shitty behavior and his grimy business. Yeah, is a, not respectable, and there's no way no, that as a person, like anybody should like trust in in someone like that. Yeah. But the songs are still dope. So like I'll still bump D12 tracks all day. I can hear a bizarre track for, course, that, that yeah. was dope and still be like that should go hard. Yeah, but as a person, as, as a, a person, as a business person, I don't fuck with you. Yeah, I don't fuck with him at all. But that's the end of that, man. Yeah. That's, but yeah, that's that's uh we, we dropped a lot of gems on things to avoid yeah. when pursuing this business and this path, this career, this journey. Cause yeah, it, it, there's so many people I've been fucked over. Like I could literally do like a fifty hour podcast of just pe- ways people have fucked me over in the music industry. Yeah, bro. Just always like I said, always have receipts, text messages. Even for yesterday's video, bro, I had everybody sign waivers to be release it, forms. Yeah, you know, to be in my to be in my video, even like friends, like it doesn't matter. 100%. Because I've seen it have I have I've had close friends or like someone that I thought was a close friend that, you know, after the music video came out, she told me like I have to take down the video. I was like, I can't because you signed the release form, you know? Yeah. Had I not had that release form signed, she would have had the upper leverage and And she and she and it could have just been like, Oh, her boyfriend is tripping on her being in this video and now yeah. she wants to take it down and now you're sacrificing your art for someone yeah. changing their mind for it, whatever. It was reason. her dad. It wasn't even her boyfriend, it was her dad. Wow. Like, I'm trying like I don't want you to I don't want you to be in like a rap music video, but she wasn't even doing anything like sexual or anything at all. It was a circles music video shoot. Wow, that's not even that's you not know, even a dirty video. <laughs> it's not it's not that's what i'm saying it's like it's like you guys are like holding hands or some shit yeah but it, it was it was it was the girl that was with life in the video mm. but no reason for the video to be taken down you know and i she told me as a favor i was nice so i told her i'll put it on private for like a week so her dad thinks it's off um but i told her i can't take it down yeah you, know? yeah, I'm like, was, you, you put all this money and time into it for someone's parent to be like the reason why you take it down. But yeah, the, the release forms that protected you because like, no, you as a grown adult yeah. gave permission. Like it is what it is. Like, no. Yeah. So I've been to a lot of video shoots of like homies or like up and coming artists, even some kind of like known artists where they like don't care about stuff like this. I was like, bro, like I can literally like be in your video and if I, was a mind. Sh- if I was a shady person, I would just go and sue you right after. Or like, you know, or, yeah, or make, make you take it down and make you pay me to keep it up. Like, yeah, stupid you know, shit. but I wouldn't personally do that, of but course. there's a lot of people that, you know, yeah. work in the industry just to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just got to protect myself as much as I can. Yeah. One know? of the dudes yesterday that was there, he's like, oh shit, they have release forms. This is legit. I'm like, man. And I even said, I was like, everything that anybody does publicly that's like trying to get views should have these. Yeah. At all times. You know, so I don't know. Welcome Crazy. to the music industry. You know, it's. You get Bro. fucked over, you learn, there's some, you know, good parts about it, you know, you get excited. Kind of. 
What's your favorite part of just being an artist? My favorite part is like really just the creation part. Like I love making beats. Because I know you told me, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I know you told me uh, you. I hate recording. You hate recording. I hate recording yeah. my songs, bro. It's like I love writing a song. Yeah. Um, and even that, it's it feels like work most of the time. Even writing songs feels like work. Yeah. Battle tracks, I, I just have super fun with. Yeah. When well, that, I, that's your comfort zone. So you're just like in your zone, and you're just like going bar for bar, and yeah. You're just like, yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, but it's also too because it's like, it's like a, I feel like a certain level of adrenaline because with battle bars, it's very braggadocious and it's just yeah. like bang, bang, bang. Like you just feel like you're fucking sparring with someone even though no one's there. Yeah, so like it, super hip hop, just it feels full the it, cult, cult, it, culture. Yeah, and, just, and there's like a competitive nature that it brings out of me that I like. Yeah, like um, serious deep songs. I have to like really sit there and like I have to craft out like how this will lead to the next four bars to yeah. the, then this and where the hooks and go. So it's very storytelling methodical, which I still enjoy when it's done. But in the process, it's actually kind of more work. But the writing process in general, I kind of I enjoy even the tracks that are a little bit more work to me. Um, when I'm done writing and I have to record, I hate that. To me, it's not a waste of time because you have to do it. Otherwise, the song's not going to get done. But I yeah. feel like... I just want it to be done already. Like, and, yeah. and because I'm such a, like, it takes, it's just so time consuming. That's what it is. Yeah. To me, recording is tedious. It's not fun to me. Um, that's pure work. And because I'm a perfectionist, it takes me so long to record a song sometimes yeah. that I'm like, even four bars have to take sometimes 20 takes because I'm like, I want this fucking perfect enunciation or this this perfect, uh, you know, on point, to, whatever it is, you know, like I get kind of anal about it. Yeah. Um, and then also too, because I do my own shit, like I record myself. Yeah. It's more tedious. So yeah. I, I hate like, I have to like now stop and go and stop recording. And yeah. Then go Maybe get that's why I like back it. In, yeah. Maybe that's why I like the whole like process of recording because I'm not the engineer. Mm -hmm. So I'm just in my zone, just creating. The only thing I don't like, um, I don't want to say don't like, but I would prefer not to have is like a limit on time, you know, because we got to pay oh, for, when you pay for, a studio, pay for yeah. studio time, you know, I would like oh, for to sure, for have sure. like a house engineer where I can just go and just like take like 20 hours on one song, you know, but yeah. like besides like paying for studio time, just like the process is like really dope to me because like that's when I really get in my creative zone and like, especially if it's coming out the way I hear it in my head. That's when I get like super excited, and then yeah. me and the engineer vibe like, "Oh, you should add this, take away this, beat drop." And then yeah, see, I, you know what? That's that's a really good point. I and think I just I, get excited about it. even like sometimes like I've had a bunch of like unreleased songs where yeah. I'm like, I thought about releasing, but after I recorded it, I was like, "Dude, this is just fun for me just to have," you know, just being a creative artist. And I think as an artist, we gotta do that, you know. And that's another thing I didn't know before is um, I would release every song I would record. You know, and now sometimes I record for fun. Sometimes like I sit on it just for a little, not too long, because if I sit on a song for too long, then now it's just like mm -hmm. I'm over it. You know what I mean? But enough time to be like, okay, now I got to plan the release. Do I really want to release it? If yeah. not, like I'll come back to it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm taking more time. I have more songs in the vault than I did before. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, I'm learning as I go, but I just love the creative process it just it gets discouraging sometimes where like you hear something in your head I mean, it's not coming out though and it's just not coming out or you're having like a bad day yeah. you know I, there there are a couple songs where i've i've recorded and i've started working on it and then like a week later i'm like 
I got to re-record this. And I have to yeah. go back. And then it's more of a drag. It's like, the motherfucker. Yeah, and that, that's that, that's even more tough because I've had this situation a bunch of times where, like, I recorded a song or a verse or whatever, mm. and maybe I didn't like a line where I want to change the line or I want to re-deliver it. Yeah. Um, and I go into the studio and I just can't catch that same tone. My mm. voice is not the same. It's just, like, no matter how many times I do it, it's just not matching. So you're talking about trying to punch in for one line? Yeah, one line, yeah. Couple, even a couple lines, whatever, yeah. even half of a verse. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like when you come in, you kind of have like a different sound. So then, like you either have to re-record the whole thing. Yeah, and there's uh. been times where I had to like settle and just be like, never mind. I'm just gonna keep what I had originally, mm-hmm. or just I don't know, scratch it or just keep trying. I don't know. It just yeah. it just all depends on the song and the situation. But it, that's another thing, you know. Like yeah, people don't realize like. The, the recording process is uh there's a there, there are a lot of aspects to it that you have to really get down yeah like it's not just the delivery or the timing it's yeah. also too like these nuances or you know again like when you catch something later like oh I should have said this instead and then you have to go back and then like now oh damn like maybe my my delivery or my time or my sound my flow yeah my cadence is a little different so now I gotta re-record that entire verse or that entire song because like now I have to match it yeah because it's not matching or you know whatever it is people people don't understand this part of being an artist only artists would understand like what we're talking it's a it's a lot of work and it's a lot of details and like even as an artist i'm slowly finding my comfort zone Mm -hmm. you know just my recording process in general you know like i now i record sitting down really yeah i have to it has to be really dark i turn off all the lights and i just get into like a zone you know, and it just makes me more comfortable. My yeah. voice comes out in a certain way. I that think I've seen Dre record sitting down too. Dre does, yeah. A lot of artists. Hobson records sitting yeah. down. Um, I, you know, I still record standing up. Our homie Franco, he records sitting down most of the time. You know, I think yeah. it just your voice comes out. Like a, for some people, it doesn't matter. Like they don't care mm. sitting, standing, light. Yeah. There's noise in the studio. Like people don't. Some people don't I care. I can't fuck with noise. I, I can't no, either. I no noise. That's why I don't take a lot of people to the studio, except for it's like one or two like close homies, just mm-hmm. to like get some feedback. But I can't have like a whole party and record at yeah, the same I, time. I don't like having excess excessive people. Like I remember I had like some, a singer I was working with. She's like, "Oh, can I bring someone?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. And then I remember one of them was. I remember another one was like, "Can I bring my kid?" I'm like, "Hell no." Oh, that's that's like <laughs> hell no. Yeah, that's, that's like. A whole other thing. It's too distracting. He's yeah. gonna require your attention. He's gonna want like no. I I don't. I need you to be focused on the zone. Get in the zone for what we're creating. Yeah, like the mixing process of the song. I'm more like lenient. Like more people can be there, and like I even like drink or whatever, and you know more relaxed. Um, but while I'm recording, I just I just need to be like me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with for me, when it comes to like I do, I try not to have anybody extra. I do. And then I do all the stuff myself. So like I record myself, I mix it myself like that. But for mixing, I can't have any extra noise anywhere. Yeah. Like I need, I need to focus on really hearing these frequencies and yeah. hearing these things. Like, well, again, um, I guess because I'm not the one mixing. Yeah, yeah. You know, Gabe is the one that mixing. Shout out Gabe one time. But even him, sometimes I, I feel bad because like I, I see him like he's mixing, but I see him put on his headphones. You know, because we're like distracting. distracting you know. Yeah. It, it, when you're mixing as an audio engineer. Those extra sounds, you can miss things. Yeah, and it can it can you fuck know? with you. So, um, yeah, I mean that's, I can't even I don't even know why he allows people while he's mixing. I mean now he's he's changed it up a little. We record the song, we get like a rough mix, and then yeah, rough mix is different. Rough yeah. mixes doesn't have to be perfect, and it, you're like and then he's yeah, and then he 
mixes it later on his own time oh, okay, and like then the, sends like the me. the full mix. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But still, I would still prefer to be there with him. Maybe just by myself, not like a whole yeah. bunch of people. Just with me. I think it's just easier... You know, because I just catch something. If I don't like it, mm -hmm. I don't have to, like, text him to change a volume because he right. has to, like, do this, you know, bouncing and re-editing. Right, right. It takes time and, like, yeah, opening up the session, all this extra things, you know? For, so for so tweaks, if I'm yeah. there, I'm just like, hey, can we try this? If it doesn't work, all right, you know? Yeah. But over text, it's hard to try oh, things. Oh, for sure. You know? I, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, when I, would, when I used to pay to go to a studio before I, I went to learn auto engineering myself, um, yeah, it would be like that. Like I'd have like all oh, this or that. And then it's like, and then, um, be for me also is I didn't under, I didn't know the terminology. So I would try to explain something to the engineer. Uh, like I couldn't really articulate properly. Yeah. So he was like, do you mean this? Do you mean that? Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm making it more complicated. Yeah. It, it's um, tough. Even, even now, like, I don't know half the terminology myself. I still like explain things with, like sounds and noises. The yeah. thing that does the, and yeah, that's the yeah. dope thing about me and uh, Gabe's relationship is we like, your language. He knows my language. He knows my sound. So before I even say most of the things, like he already knows what I like, you know, he has like a uh, preset, um, ready for me in my headphones and dope. You know, so I think I think it's a really dope when you can have someone that you can do consistent work with that yeah. can help you. Um, you start to like understand each other and like kind of yeah. know what each other wants from from one another, and yeah. then you can like think it's things really speed up a lot faster that way. That, that's yeah. dope. But again, there's artists who just can record anywhere at any time, and yeah. that's that's what they do. But for me, I like I only trust certain engineers. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I do collabs, I make sure I bring people to my studio. Yeah, to get the like sound. We gotta do I, it here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, or at least I'll do. Even if other artists want to do their parts individually, like I still prefer to do my um, Your verses verse. yeah. with my engineer. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm 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 super nitpicky about stuff too. So like, I I don't like that I have to do all the things that I do. Yeah, I I, I actually do one. I just have. The part where I can just come in, record, and get yeah. out, and have people do these things. Soon, that's the game plan: is to build this team out on, yeah. on that aspect. Um, but like, I also am like very nitpicky about like, oh no, 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 like I need to make sure that like all the breaths get taken out yeah. in between. Like, I don't. But, like the but you're like that in life in general, just as a person. You're I very am. like, <laughs> yeah. which is which is good because you're always organized. You're very like detailed. You just you know do things with structure and on time which is really dope you know because not a lot of people do Thanks. that especially artists you know and it's just it's a uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely a uh, uh easier to to not be as like structured yeah um and so sometimes i i, I kind of like god damn it like what i i have to do things this way yeah but it's also it does help my productivity it, it does it helps you stay consistent you know i know yeah. you have a lot of things like the podcast and your tech channel and videos and god knows <laughs> your speeches your motivational speeches <laughs> that you used to do and i don't know man one man band yeah you know? I, i'm definitely uh, working on i'm trying to build out the team though um to have where i can delegate because yeah. like i'm doing too many things where like now it's like it just takes me to like because my mind is always creating but on so it's a double-edged sword right like i yeah. do all these things and I, I i feel like i do them at a pretty decent level um and a different uh, definitely still pretty consistent yeah uh, sometimes I'm running on low sleep like right now i'm on low sleep uh but like 
when you delegate and I can start to like trust people to do certain things, it's honestly going to allow my creativity to flourish even more. Yeah. So and that's, that's where I need to get to. And that's very dope that you have plans to like expand and yeah. grow team because there's a saying, I think it says something like, um, if you don't want help, then your dreams aren't big enough or something like that. That's dope. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of people are just like me, 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 me. Yeah. But it's like there's only so much that me, 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 me yeah, can do. Yeah, you can never just do me, me, me on a, yeah. on a big level. Yeah. Uh, on, you know. To a certain extent, yeah. That's yeah. where you like lay your foundation you know, down. They, they say like do what you can until you can't anymore. Yeah. And, and then, so like, but but you have to be open to the growth. Whereas like I've definitely been around people who are like, no, no, I have to be the one that like yeah. I do the things and I'm very like, I got to do this. I got to do this because I know that I can do it yeah. and I don't know anyone right now in certain aspects to do this for me or do that do that you know right but yeah like i'm always like open to do you fit the team yeah you know yeah. can we can we get this going and now yeah because it's hard to like trust people especially with Super something hard. you're very passionate about it's uh, it's hard for you to let go of it and just be like okay like you do this thing that i really love to do mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's where you got to find the right person where you have you're to like, find people that not only fucks with you on a personal level but yeah. also share the vision yeah that's the super hard part because some people want to ride your coattails yeah like i've had people so many people wanting to work with me that like don't share the vision yeah they just see it as like a, oh man i can benefit off you right now and i can read it yeah i can read it so i'm like uh you know I'll, yeah i'll let you know but like i see their patterns and what yeah. they're doing and, and what they're not doing and i see like oh you want you want something out of me, but yeah. you're not bringing anything to the table, or you're not sincere enough. I can tell already from what yeah. you ask from me that you don't want to build with me because this is work. This takes effort. Yeah. And uh, I want to give a big shout out to the homie Amari. You know Amari. That dude has Good been man. grinding with yeah. me for a while, and I'm super grateful for him because he actually helps me do so much stuff uh, on like the video side of like filming or he on the tech channel. He edits most of those videos, so like you know. He gets a piece of the pie on the, some of those things uh, for his work that we do together. And he allows me to let go of certain things. And like, I can trust that he can handle this. Yeah. And maybe I just come in and, you know, make a few tweaks or blah, blah, blah. Or sometimes like, you know, we bounce off each other. So yeah. like, that's real dope. So yeah, the, I'm working on building the team now. I, I want to, that my goal is to find someone for the music side to build the team with on that end. Uh, and then, you know, more and more and more and just streamline and like, let us do what we need to do. Create. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like make things where, like my goal is I want to be able to create and open up opportunities for other people. So yeah. if I can, if my creations and, and the things that I think about can get, get you some bread, get you some bread, get you some bread, and then we all make bread together. Yeah. And you help me be more efficient yeah. and your efficiency helps some you know what i mean like and we just like we just yeah. fucking grow together it, so like that's tough, the goal bro it's tough to like trust people oh i've had so many Is people it, that know, wanted to and they just they, they yeah. fall off unfortunately we're in a business where like you know people use each other you know and we have to like accept that to an extent you know mm. i'm fine with getting used sometimes pause. if you're getting something out of it especially <laughs> pause but <laughs> but you know there you know we're humans we can't so, so you, last year you dropped in 2020, you dropped the most amount of content I think I've ever seen you drop in one year. Yeah. Um, what do you, what are your plans for this year? Like, what do you drop in 2021 or what's the goal? What's, are you dropping singles? Are you dropping albums? Are you dropping EPs? Are you trying to do more stuff on social media or just drop more music videos? Like, like what's kind of like your game plan right now? Just more songs, singles specifically with music videos. 
Um, if I can't uh, get a music video for a song or two, it's fine. But my goal is to have a music video for each release mm -hmm. and just kind of build off of that. Uh, I do have a little project um, that my friend gave me an idea for that I may do towards like the end of the year. Um, I don't want to like give out my idea, mm. but as far as like my plans, when, are, when you say a project, you mean like an EP or album, something with multiple tracks? Yeah. Like a three song EP. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I do it, it's just the way the idea is really dope. Okay. I just, I don't want to like, but for the most part right now, it's singles, just Drop singles, singles with music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Just singles with music videos. I want to get, I want to perform, man. That's, you know, that's my, that was I, my favorite part of being an artist. Just, Tra bro, I got to see a lot of states in the country that I'd never been to. Yeah, yeah, I've traveled half the country because of music. because of music, yeah. but but in all honesty, like even then, it didn't let me experience it. It yeah. didn't let me experience those places that we went to. A lot of it was like perform, go to the next place. Yeah, so like I could say, oh, I've been to this state, this state, yeah. this state, but like I didn't really explore. Yeah, that, so, well, that's what I tried to do. I would try to, you know. After shows, if we had time, just squeeze in a little, like, you know, touring around, doing touristy shit as much as I could. Yeah. Even though, even even though most of the time it was like a Sunday night where everything was closed. Yeah. Even even me just going to like eating at a new restaurant right. in like Houston or in the I middle. I mean, that's dope. Yeah, for it's sure. dope. You know, it's yeah. an experience. You know, yeah, no, for sure. There were some times we did have like moments to go do, do some, yeah, some, some stuff. And like I could have done all this traveling by myself with my own money, you know, right. but just. To do it off of music is just feels more rewarding and it just yeah because like, you're actually like being productive while also like enjoying yeah. yeah so yeah like that that's super fun um I I I can't wait till things open up um what I'm tr like what I've utilized within this pandemic is to like I've been trying to like just grind harder grind more create more build a bigger following so when things do open up I'm already ready yeah like I'm like now gonna have more places to go to hopefully when things open back up yeah um but yeah well, man like where do you want to go aside from music like when things do start to open up what is like one of the first things that you want to just do as like a person human as a human um besides music right yeah uh i mean i you know what i just i really just love going to do like adventurous things so like like or, or like not even just adventures but like um, I love theme parks, man. I yeah. can't wait till the theme, theme parks open and movie theaters open. Man, like Disneyland is gonna be crowded. Bro, I love, bro, I, I love Disneyland, and I wanted to go during Halloween and Christmas. It's it's incredible there. Yeah, we didn't and I get, couldn't go. We didn't get to do horror nights. This oh yeah, year. Halloween horror nights. We normally go um to Halloween horror nights, which is at Universal Studios. Yeah. I mean, they all have one. Like Six Flags has one. Uh, Knott's has one. Queen Mary has one. But uh, the Universal's always been my favorite. Yeah. Their horror nights during the Halloween time is so awesome. Last year they canceled it because of the they whole did. COVID stuff, and I love that so much, man. We have so much fun, and then I get a little turned up. Yeah, I the first time the first time I actually went to horror nights was with you when you invited me, and that we was got, fun. We got a little turned. It was fun, man. And it was fun, man. Was I, so I, I've fun. been waiting to do that again since then, and it's been a couple of years, and we haven't had the yeah. chance to. So, so I just want that's what I'm. I'm excited just to go create more memories with people in like fun environments like that. Um, and, and movie theaters. I love the movie theaters. Yeah. And 
and I can't wait till movies are being released. All these movies have been getting pushed back. All these movies I was waiting for this year. Yeah. Or just getting dropped on like Netflix or something. Yeah, but I love the theater. Yeah, so like I, yeah. I want to go to the movie theater and I want to watch it at a movie theater. Like my mind is always a million miles per hour. It doesn't stop like ever. Yeah. And uh, there are only two, two times when my mind can take a break. Two and a half times that my yeah. mind can break. You don't sleep. Yeah, that's why. Bro, it's but it's like all, I can't. It's because my mind's always like a million miles per. I, I literally. Like it's eleven thirty. Eleven thirty nine p.m. And this guy's day started. His day. It's nighttime, but his day started an <laughs> it, hour ago. Or so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, my mind is always going to knock out. I I can't just like oh I should go to bed. Let me go to sleep. I knock out when my body can't go anymore. Like yeah. literally, I pass out pretty yeah. much. Like I can get myself ready for bed. But I'll still be awake until like my body just like yeah. oh your 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 my battery's running low like yeah. you should plug in the charger <laughs> and my body's 20, like twenty percent yeah yeah and my body's like fuck that I'm not yeah. going to sleep yet I'm gonna and, see how long this one percent can last me yeah my I don't knock out until my fucking I get an error message that says like oh your battery exhausted like yeah. and it just shuts off like you know <laughs> in the middle of you know so uh, the times when I can actually like take a break and like not just be going movie theaters it's it's crazy like being in a movie theater dark the loud the big giant screen like i can actually just immerse myself in the story and i'm not thinking about other shit yeah, like okay. so like that's like super like it's like your escape in a way it is it's because like, if you watch i feel like if you were to watch like new movies like in your office or home yeah, i, I want to work i want to get distracted yeah. you get a phone call you want to have to you know it's just not it's not yeah. the same when i go to the movie theaters i put my phone on silent and i remember one of my friends was like because like uh, one of my friends that I went with has kids and uh, her phone kept going off. And I was like, yo, you want to just step outside? Like, cause you're fucking distracting me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I said it in a nicer <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, of course. I mean, but, but like, that was the gist of it. Right. And then uh, uh, I, we just had a conversation, but it was like nothing bad. Like we weren't like, I, was, I wasn't yeah. like, what the fuck? You know, like, cause you got, you live your life. But, but I imagine you were, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was and like, then no, you no. just go sit somewhere else. <laughs> I was like, fucking like, get off your fucking phone. Now, uh, but I was like, um, and then, uh, but I, so me, I don't have kids to worry about like that. So I, I always turn off my phone or not turn it off. I put it on full silent. So like nothing gets through. And then, so I was explaining that, like, again, I wasn't hating on her at all, yeah. but I was just like, if you, if you get a call, just go outside. Or yeah. if you get a message that you need to write back to, just do it over, like, right. Yeah. Because even if me. there's no noise, the, just the brightness of the then light. Starts, and then, yeah. And if it's like glaring here, like <laughs> yeah. then it throws me off. I'm like, I'm, this is like my only time to chill. Yeah. Uh, and then, but she was like, she was like, how do you put your phone on silent? Like, I was like, one is because I don't want to get distracted. Yeah, but this little button on the side. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, she's like, how yeah. can you? And like, the, what if someone calls you? What if there's an emergency? And I'm like, well, if there's an emergency, they should probably call 911 first. <laughs> like, I'm not going to come fucking save these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like any of my family members, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I was in a movie theater, but like, I'm not call the ambulance yeah. um you know <laughs> i'm just sorry you know i do the same thing when i go to sleep i put it on silent because i'm like i'm if i'm doing something which I is never <laughs> you don't ever go to sleep yeah, yeah no but if i'm yeah, doing yeah. something like i'm busy obviously i care for the person if they're in, in a yeah. bad situation but like there are other solutions and i'm not the only person they know so if like, yeah. i don't answer call someone else has there been a situation where you were their like only solution to whatever the case was and you were just like shit you know um you know what? I've it's crazy luck that the times my family has hit me up, I've somehow been available. Yeah. Like one time my sister got in a motor, mo, uh, motorcycle accident late at night, like one, two in the morning. And again, I or like some late hour 
And I normally have my phone on silent when I'm going to sleep. For whatever reason, um, I didn't or I forgot what, but like I was up and I was going to go to bed for whatever reason. And I saw it. Boom. I went to go help her out. But like, and some, there are other times when like families hit me up and like, I just somehow see it. It's been crazy. Like just crazy good luck that I'm available. But even then it's like, I'm not the savior. Like as like if something were to happen, I would obviously feel bad that that thing happened. But I, right. I don't have this mindset of like, I have to blame myself because the way I see all things happen, just they just happen. There's just bad luck when things happen. Yeah. Um, or not even bad luck. It's just life. Good and bad things happen yeah. at random moments. And it's not like anyone's responsibility to be ready at all times, unless you know that there's a situation that requires you to be ready. Right. Yeah. Like, let's say, for example, I'm taking care of someone and I'm taking that responsibility in that time period. In that time period, you, you can't let them down. Yeah. But when you're living your life, if something were to happen to any family member, I would be sad for whatever would have happened. But like, it's not my fault that I wasn't available. Yeah. And so and like, that's why a lot of people, um, they take it upon themselves and then and they, they get, they get mad. They get sad. They go into depression because like, what if I responded, if I was there, yeah. if I, I, but it's like, I understand, but there's only like so much you can do, well, you know, to, you can't just cater to everybody yeah. at the same time. You, you can't know? always just be ready for anything for anyone at any time. It's like, yeah. but then because if you are, then you're not doing you. Yeah. Also too, I don't believe like in like, like, like the, what if to me is non-existent. That's yeah. a hypothetical. It doesn't yeah. exist. Like if only this would have been different. Yeah. But it's not, and there's no way to change it's that. It's like the shoulda, coulda, woulda. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's like, yeah, or something could have happened in that split second that completely changed the outcome in a worse way. Yeah. Or I could have, like, something could have happened. You know, like the... the yeah. Every, it could have gone in any... It could, it could go in anything. Anything could happen. Yeah, or the list fucking, of what-ifs could just be a long list yeah, of yeah. what-ifs. There, there's like, not just, if you would have answered your phone at this time, this would have... How do you know? Yeah. You don't know that. Yeah. Like, I could have answered my phone, slipped and fucking fell and hit my head on the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, you don't fucking know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the most random shit is all hypothetical. It's all anything you can imagine could have happened pretty much. Yeah. And um, people just use it as like an excuse to like justify, you know, them not being available or the other person not being available yeah. for them. And it's yeah. just like. Yeah. So when I had like the conversation with my friend and her and with her kids, I was like. I didn't, I never told her like put your phone on silent. I was like, no, no, you. I understand why you have it on vibrate. Yeah, and you should be available for your kids because your kids are young that they need you if something were to happen. Yeah, they're your kids. They're, they're, yeah, but like, other than that, like, if something like because even if if some like I remember one time I was with, hanging out with someone, and they had their phone on silent, and then the next morning they got a call, they had a bunch of calls, a friend had passed away that night. And I guess they called. And so she started beating herself up about, again, same thing. Like, what if or what if, like, yeah. you're answering the phone would not have saved that person's life. Yeah. I'm, not sound, I'm not trying to sound like a dick. But, like, you can't put your, you can't drown yourself in blame for something that's beyond your control. Right. You know? And, I mean, but I think, uh, I don't want to say everyone, but a majority of the people, I think they do that to a certain extent like even me like when i got into my car accident on a halloween night um even i was having thoughts to myself like 
what if I was just a little more aware? Like how well, you, you know, that, what if so, stuff like that is kind of a little different though? As like as far as a decision that you made in that moment. Yeah, but it's still so, me being like, what if? Right. Like, what if I did this? What if I just looked? What if I looked up at right, the red right. light or whatever green light? Right. You know, what if there was no fog? You know. Right. What if we didn't go to eat and we went? You know, it's just like yeah. Well, so like that's like I think certain things like like if you like say for example if I have a fucking firework here and I light it and then yeah. fucking lights this shit on fire. Yeah. Oh man, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like, like very logical shit that you yeah. could obviously change. Like if you wouldn't have done that thing that causes this, like yeah. that makes sense. Like, yeah, maybe what if, but yeah. like the things, <laughs> but the things of like things happening because of time. Yeah. Like I should have not gone to eat because then we would have been here sooner yeah. To me, that doesn't make sense at all because, like, yeah. what if being there that sooner would have made something worse happen? Yeah. Or better, like you don't know. There's like that. Yeah. That's the part where there's. But like I think you just naturally go into this mind state of just what if. Yeah. And then you just try to like find ways to like either make yourself feel better or just yeah. you know find a reason. I was just saying that there's a healthy balance where like you yeah. can think, oh, I should have done this instead. Yeah, but Th I just think fine. some people do it more than where they go to the other. They go to the extreme of like. Yeah. There's nothing you could have done in that situation yeah. to make things different. Yeah. There, you should like maybe. if someone were to like drink and drive and they got into an accident, like oh man, maybe I shouldn't have drunk. You know shit. Yeah. What yeah. if I didn't drink and drive? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a no fucking shit. Don't fucking do that because yeah. you already know that that is increasing probability for something. But things that are, like are not increasing a negative situation. Yeah, you're just you living can't your life. You can't live your live. life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, it's it time. I, there's there's like no way to go back in time, like I, yeah. I, th there's no way to change things. So you have to like de deal with uh, or work with the cards you're dealt with, yeah. like you know, and try not to drown in misery. That's the biggest thing. But yeah, movie theaters are awesome. I love movie theaters. Don't fucking ever have your phone on fucking ring when you're around me at a movie theater. I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude, it's I mean we've all experienced it. You know, like even if it's not the person you're with or next to you, it could even be somebody just like four rows down, three seats to the right, you're still like, dude, like, I see it. You know, yeah. I can read your text message from over there. Even like, this like, motherfucker sending nudes. <laughs> I see babies it. on airplanes, that's my worst. Oh, I my hate God, it. Bro. I, I just can't stand babies crying in general. Yeah. But like, I always thought that was like a thing that happened in movies until it happened to me in an airplane and I was just, and I was already in like a bad mood because I barely made it to my flight. And I was already just stressing and then things were calming down and then I just hear a baby. And it wasn't just like a, a cry for like 10 minutes and the mom just like calmed him or her down. It was just for six and a half hours. You know what really pisses me off about babies crying? It's not so much the babies crying. It's the it's the shitty job the parents are doing to facilitate that yeah. calming down. You know, they're not they're not doing enough of a they're not doing a good enough job. Yeah. Like whenever I hear a baby crying, it it's annoying. But it I actually get angry for the kid because I'm like, where what? the fuck is your parenting to come co like console this kid? But like, it, but it, I get it. But sometimes it's out of the parents' control too. To a certain sometimes because like but they're babies, they're gonna cry if they like want something and they don't know how else to express it. They're just gonna cry for it, you know. Especially as kids when they're not speaking yet, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some, but like, but but like that's where I think like for the most part there's a way that like if you really are trying to learn the behaviors and patterns of this baby which yeah. you, you can yeah. there are ways that you consult and and adjust yeah. to like 
oh, this is what makes them feel better. You know, yeah. sometimes, yeah, they go a little crazy. But, like, overall, I think a good portion is really solved by just the parents being attentive and learning that yeah. kid's pattern. Yeah. But just, like, I'm not a parent, so I, I don't, like, I can't speak. You know, I can, but but I just—I'm <laughs> not a kid. I, I'm not a parent, but I can still—I <laughs> I can still speak. <laughs> but I, I I'm just still know, very opinionated on the situation. I just know that like certain babies just cry more yeah, yeah, than yeah. others. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, like my mom would always tell, even till this day, she tells me like I never cried as much as a little kid. You know, yeah. where some—I don't think my sister did either, but I just know some they're parents. Different. Yeah, they're different. Like, I've had parents like, or friends' parents tell me that their kids. Who are my friends would cry a lot as kids, you know, and yeah. you know, I mean, I wasn't there to see how they were raised, but right, I guess some kids just cry more than others. Yeah, um, I can't stand when the parents are like ignoring the kid. Yeah, like that's what really that that's the one that really upsets me. It's like, can you fucking try? Yeah, can you try to give a fuck? <laughs> if not for your kids, which should be your priority. Can you give a fuck about me? <laughs> yeah. And how you're fucking annoying me, motherfucker? Yeah. I just... I hate, And I hate it when parents yell at their kids. I can't stand that. I can't stand especially that at in all. public. That's one of my pet peeves. Like, don't yell at your kid. You know, especially not in public. Like, if whatever the kid did is wrong, I understand. But like, Kids are fucking kids. Yeah. Like, why do you... I, I, I've seen this so many times where kids, like, or the parents take out this, like, aggression towards the kids for being kids. They're yeah. crying or they're sad or, or this and that. Like, um, maybe be a little bit more loving and try to... F Again, it's it's really comes down to the effort that you make to yeah. study your kid's behavior to try to find a way to find a balance as well as, at the same time, raising them to understand what they should and shouldn't do so then they don't get to that point. Yeah. A lot of these, like, the... Shut up! I can't stand when I hear parents uh, yeah. say "shut up" to a kid. I'm like, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, the fuck? Yeah, that's fucking rude. It is, and and I think like kids, even though they cry a lot, I feel like at least around the kids that I've been around, like babies are very adaptive. So if you like, For sure, if you raise your tone, they're gonna feel more scared and they're gonna cry even more. But if you treat them a certain way, they're. I agree. You know, they'll feel. I feel. Like, I feel, they'll like feel safer and affection. I like some people don't understand the power of affection. Yeah, especially as kids. For a hundred percent. Like you, if you treat them with a lot of affection and care, while also trying to teach, you can still be firm and be affectionate. Yeah. Kids learn to, like they like kids are very dependent on being on feeling happy. Yeah. And they feel happy when you feel happy towards them. Yeah. Like that's one of their more simple ways of thinking. That's so easily, yeah. It's so easy to get to. If you can make them feel happy about something, they're gonna chill the fuck out. Yeah. Maybe stop making them feel unhappy, motherfucker. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, like I, I can't stand when I hear that. I, or they talk shit to the kids. Like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Like, I already told you, don't fucking do that. Yeah. I'm like, oh. one thing I oh, do hate. I, I hate parents. I have like to that. say this since we're on the subject. One thing I dislike. Is I see this on my uh, Instagram stories or just on Instagram on social media general, is parents playing like ratchet music while their kids are in the car with like cuss words and like turning up music and I just I, agree. I just hate it so much and I, I and I know some of them like don't think about things like that or but they should they should they should like I I love hip hop yeah I'm an artist myself. I mean, it doesn't um, even have to be hip hop. A lot of songs have right, right, right. Words but, but but like hip hop is the most 
you know, right. um, yeah. permit. I, I guess the one that promotes the most, like, uh, uh, you know, sex, ratchet drugs, behavior, and violence. Know, and vi- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sex and violence, exactly. Um, but like, I have a little brother. He was born when I was eighteen. I've damn near helped raise him, and he's like so close to me. I'm like a parent figure to him, and he's been with me. Like I've always, I've always had him a good portion of the time. So like days, you know, like all kinds of stuff. So always with me. I love listening to hip hop music. I never listened to it with him growing up ever. Yeah, I love the art form so much. I love the sound of hip hop, but I didn't want a lot of like what the the hip hop tends to speak about mostly to be something that he gravitate toward gravitates toward yeah. and uh, i always like played other genres of music that were more enlightening or more soulful with things that like made you feel good or even yeah. some like you know sad songs that were classic good yeah. songs but that just had more emotion and storytelling yeah um as opposed to fucking you know some super ratchet shit yeah bro i can't i can't take it they just that's a big turn off yeah yeah me, when i just see it in anyone in general you know it just it, it it's kids pick up shit you know and yeah. like you know certain behaviors and again like once i feel like like i watched um i was exposed to a lot of stuff when i was young and so like there's a level of two like where you can expose kids to certain amounts of information that maybe they shouldn't be maybe but like if you teach enough if you give enough yeah. time and attention and affection where you teach the kid of what like to do not to do what's okay what's not you know about what's entertainment what's real life blah 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 yeah. if you can explain that as they're growing you can expose them to more like my mom gave me easy ease cassette for easy does it when i was like eight years old and i knew yeah. all the fucking lyrics of boys in the hood yeah but i was also taught with like don't say these words this is disrespectful, this is that, whatever. Yeah. I would fucking rap along all the fucking words and censor myself. And like, I never projected that, the, the lyrics of it. Like, I was fucking eight years old saying, then came Susie, the bitch came in with a submachine Uzi. I'll say that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all that, like, like, but it's, again, censor the bitch word. Yeah. But, um, but I never projected that behavior towards women of like, yeah. bitch or this, that. Um, Oh, I'm not saying never. When I got into middle school and it became, it was like, like, and and that crowd that I was hanging around with, like, used the word, like, these bitches. Like, I would call women bitches yeah. because I thought, like, oh, that, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that's part of, like, uh, growing up. And yeah, and so, but I learned, like, oh, no, no, that is disrespectful. But I'm saying, like, yeah. the, like so, so maybe not the bitches part. Um, but, like, like, there are other things of, like, the behavior of, like, you don't actually go and, uh, you know, shoot someone, you know, or you don't do, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. These things, right? Um, and then eventually later on, I was like, oh, no, no, even bitches is pretty fucking disrespectful to women. Yeah. Um, I call them tricks all day, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, but, uh, bro, I even see like parents, like just, even if they're not playing the ratchet music, they're cussing in front of them. Like I hear it. I don't like that either. I'm not a fan of the cussing in front of you kids. Know, they'll they'll um, be posting stories and then the kid will be doing something. Or even if it has nothing to do with the kid, the kid is just like right there, but they're just talking to their story to the to themselves just like oh fucking bitch and this and that and i'm just like dude your kid is right there yeah. like just don't cuss for like 10 seconds you know what i mean they're sponges man they're sponges everybody knows kids are sponges yeah and like those behaviors turn like it's like it's like the butterfly effect man you know a butterfly flaps its wings turns into a windstorm turns into this and then you got a tsunami on the other side of the world whatever you're right yeah all these things lead to other things now again it's not like, oh, listening to ratchet music is going to turn your kid into a whore or into a womanizer. But like, if you don't teach enough while at the same time exposing 
so much without guidance, it tends to like lead in a bad direction. And I think that like it's okay to lessen some of that exposure, but at the same time, not baby them. Like I think at a certain age, you have to start exposing a little bit, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Well, again, still continuing to teach, and then that way they're aware of the world and what's in the world, but at the same time, not abusing some of what they hear that's entertainment. Yeah, they're 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 like I don't know people. They're like little dogs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the right comparison or not, but like I've learned a lot. Um, from my dog, just raising my dog, you know. Is that why? Is that why you act like a dog a lot? Like I, <laughs> your behavior, I see you walk around sniffing people's asses. Like, <laughs> every time fetch, bro, you fucking run and go get fucking Mike's fries, and he tells a fry. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, bro. Like no, I, no, but yeah, like just, I, I'm fucking like because dogs are very adaptive, and I've learned 100 a lot about just humans and just like teaching something to like. Any anyone or you know like just habits and behaviors get rubbed off on especially by kids. So you know you're 100 right. Yeah, but I was like talking about earlier. Yeah, that's the kid. Yeah, my dog can be like snoring and he snores like a human. He can be snoring at 3 a.m. If I just get up and just run, he's gonna get up right away and run. Yeah. You know. But then there's been times where like you know my mom serves coffee to like guests or my yeah. dad or whatever, and you know holding like five plates of like or five cups of coffee and like one. Just walking slow, and then my dog is like right next to her. Just yeah, yeah, walking, yeah. You know? like, so like, like, he, like, yeah, they learn to read the room. They learn to like adapt yeah. to the behavior. Like, okay, this is I, I don't jump on this motherfucker when they have this in their yeah, head. Yeah, like if somebody's at the door driving by, he knows that like okay, there's somebody that I don't know outside, so I'm gonna bark right now and make a scene. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they they I don't know. It, it's taught me a lot. Yeah, you know, obviously. Not everything I need to know. Of course, of course. I don't but, think, but but yeah. there there are certain universal traits in in living species, like not just humans, not just yeah. dogs. That you know, just, these uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like there there like a lot of animals have very similar thought processes. Yeah. Uh, to humans, you know, like an elephant, right? Like they can have resentment, they can have, you know, anger, they can have hate, you know all these things that their memory is so good that like if someone hurts them like you know this and that or yeah. they see certain behavior like you know go back to the dogs when you have a violent person with violent behavior the dog starts to pick that up yeah. and then that's they become a violent dog you know um it's crazy fucking creatures are weird bro yeah this fucking planet earth is bananas it's strange bro we, we, we got some weird ass fucking combination in here in, in Earth. Everybody, we were just like all thrown in together and just be like, survive. Yeah. You know, so everybody's just like in their own little... You know what really trips me out is, uh, and it's, a, it's, it's a, so beautiful to, to see. Have you ever seen any videos where like they have two different animals that would normally be like, like enemies yeah. that become friends? Yeah, like my like, like, dog like, and my cat, bro. Dogs and cats are usually like, yeah. they don't like each other. But I mean like other. even like in nature beyond yeah. with, without with human without human uh manipulation, right? Because yeah. like a lot of times dogs and cats like they're forced to be by humans, right? Cuz like dogs and animals are reliant on yeah. humans. But, um, but my dog and my cat, we never like made them like each other or yeah. forced them. They were just you know in the they same grew, house yeah. and the cat was more outside, but they learned each other's right. you know nature and habits and stuff like that and it got to a point where like if other cats would like jump into our yard, my dog would chase all those cats away except for like so our cat. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So But like have you seen any videos like there's a video of a bear and a wolf and they're homies. It's fucking dope. Like there there's like a yeah. bunch of videos like that of different animals that are both like very alpha, 
Yeah. Um, or at or or at least maybe they don't even have to be alpha. There are other animals too, like that. But like totally different species. Yeah. Getting along, it's yeah. crazy cool, man, and it, it, like it fascinates me, and it's so fucking cool. It is. Like like one day, like I feel like it does. It'd be cool. Like, I I I'm looking forward to the day when like humans can learn animals how to read animals better and like there's like a stronger respect relationship yeah yeah with other animals or even like when aliens like either we go to them or they come to us whatever the case is like like that that shit's cool i fucks i fucks with like people getting along yeah because bro we're all all on one planet you know at the end of the day i know there's like culture and you know microculture and race and all these things that people use to like divide each other and I understand people want to keep their own. People want power. The, 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 want the, power. the divide comes from certain people wanting power. Yeah. It's greed and selfishness. And like the best way is divide these people and then we can fucking control them all easier. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think, you know. Fuck that. Get along. Get along, bro. Like, you know, treat each other with respect. You know, it's like, not hard. It doesn't matter if it's a per- if it's an even animals, bro. Treat animals with respect. I see For a sure. lot of like animal abuse and. Yeah, yeah, like like even like um, yeah, you know, you fu- see kids go and run through a fucking thing of pigeons to fucking scare them off for fun, like and like naturally <laughs> you 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 do that without knowing yeah. like like, and as I've gotten uh, uh, more uh, conscious about other living species, like I don't do that at all. I don't, yeah. I won't fuck with it because like they have emotions. Now I understand more about yeah. the, like the minds. And and the uh, personalities and the emotions that other creatures have that like when my little brother tried doing that like no don't do that that that's mean like yeah. you're going to disrupt this this pigeon or whatever eating something off the, he's food, eating yeah and now you're gonna scare him off like don't do that that's 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 disrespectful to that person yeah and now when he comes he might not come back or if he does come back there might be other pigeons taking his food and now yeah. he's got to go look somewhere else like that's fucked up yeah and so like you know little shit like that. Fucking magnifying glass on ants. Like, don't fucking do that. This motherfucker's trying to live his life. I've well, never done that. I don't think well, I would. Well, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, no, for sure. But yeah. what I'm saying, like, uh, my little brother didn't do that either. But I'm saying, like, I'm giving examples of, like, yeah. these little simple things of how, like, humans interact with animals in a very destructive way, which seems playful because they don't seem as important to us. Yeah, but it's like they just see it as, like, a little, like, you know, pigeon. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just running around. Now, like, like, if a fucking spider pulls up, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Sorry, bro, but you're, you're, you're my spot, and you, now you're a threat to me, and it's just you or me deuces homie but like i'm not gonna go and torture this motherfucker for fun i hate spiders bro i, bro. I can't stand spiders like bro, if i if a spider pops up and i try and then like and then it, it's like i don't know where it went i i can't get oh, comfortable until i find that motherfucker oh bro yeah i can't sleep I like, yeah there's like, been times where like i found the spider and it's just chilling there and i go find my broomstick or whatever i'm gonna the use is gone or my shoe yeah when i come and it's just not there. It's like Michael, he's like fucking Michael Myers. Yeah, You're bro. Like, I'll move my bed. I'll turn on all the lights. I'll reconstruct. And then I know my... he's like over your shoulder. Like I'm here, bitch. Oh, dude, don't tell me that. <laughs> I I hate it. That's like, and I know they're most of them are harmful. You know, harmless. Are uh, harmless? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of them will kill me, but it's okay. Uh, but the thing is, you can't. You, you don't know which ones are cool and which ones are not. Yeah. Like if I knew like this motherfucker wasn't going to like give me some type of crazy poison, uh, like. How many, can, can you just go outside, motherfucker? Yeah. But like, if I'm like, but I don't know. Like, to me, you can get you got fucking poison, homie. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's you or me, bro. <laughs> Deuces, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I hate spiders, bro. Like, but like, just yeah. like crawling, tall, small crawling animals with more than 
one or two feet. <laughs> <laughs> it just. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. Fucking <laughs> more than one feet. <laughs> you got fucking. You see a human, you're like whack, bitch. You got two feet. You got more than one. You sick fuck. That's hilarious. Oh man. I just can't. Yeah, I just can't do it. Good times, man. Good times. Hey, man. Well, when uh, what's your uh, your music video for? What's the name of the song? Signs. Signs is gonna drop hopefully at the end of this month. Do you have another project that you can announce yet or not yet? Um, one, I don't want to announce that I'm currently working on. Um, I have a song that I want to do for Valentine's Day. Hopefully, I can get that one done in time. Um, and then I recorded uh, my first like punk rock kind of like feel. It's still like hip hop, but it has like some like rock elements to mm -hmm. it. That's sick. And it, it was dope the way it happened. I just... I had the beat saved for a while. I just never thought Easy. I would yeah. like it. But one day I just played it. I was like, this is kind of cool. So I just wrote a full song in like an hour and a half. Sick. And and then I hit up Gabe. I was like, bro, I need it. I want to record. So I went I, like in a couple of days, recorded the song and it just came out. Like while I was recording, I was like, I don't know if this is the one. And then Franco came through the studio. I was like, bro, this is a hit. And then I took it home. I listened to it. And I was like, dude, this is kind of dope. And you it's know, coming out this year. It's coming. I yeah. I want to shoot like a dope video to Sick. it. I, I have it. I can play it for you uh, off camera. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. Sick man. Where can people uh, find you? They can find me on MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> Shout out MySpace Tom one time. That's, um, that's hilarious. But yeah, um, Instagram is where I'm at most of the time. You know, Snapchat. All social media, Infinel. Spotify, Twitter, yeah, anything you want. Infinel, uh, E-N-F-I-N-A-L. What's your OnlyFans? My OnlyFans <laughs> coming soon. I'm just kidding. All right, sick, man. Hey, well, it was great having you on here, man. Um, I look forward to all the things you're going to do in 2021. And make sure you guys follow them. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Doubt Me Podcast. Peace. Thank you for having me, man.